0: Today is going to be the last part of Torah thirty eight. an amazing Torah. we left off at וzes um, perush. now we're going to. Explain the verse from Yeshaya chapter fifty-eight. Let's, uh, let's hop right into it. And this is the explanation of this verse in Yeshaya. If you restrain your foot on Shabbat, from pursuing your affairs on my holy day. So let's see what Rabbanu speaks about this. For Shabbat, Shabbat, which represents the aspect of embarrassment, raglecha. What does it mean, your legs? In order to get to this aspect of Shabbat, which is boshet, I put on the word boshet, the same letters, bet shin taf, which is also shin bet taf, which is Shabbat, you have the word boshet, embarrassment. So in order to get to the aspect of embarrassment, you first have to go through the what? Raglecha. What's raglecha in the verse? Representation of what? You need to rectify speech. Hani which is called... uh, The legs. As we saw earlier in the lesson, um, as we see that we know that tzedek represents the legs. And what is tzedek? Tzedek tzedabaron, you shall speak tzedek. So speaking is tzedek. Legs are also tzedek, which means that speaking and legs are one. So we see that the legs is speech. So in order to get to the aspect of embarrassment, you first must rectify speech, which is called the legs. How do you rectify speech? what it says in the verse from refraining from doing your desires on the day or pursuing your affairs on the day on my holy day what did that mean? so the this filth of the snake caused the 39 curses as we see that there were 39 curses mentioned in um, Bereshit tend to the snake 10 to Adam, 10 to Chava, that's 30, and a 9 to the ground. And we know the 39 curses, which represent the 39 works of the Mishkan, which we derive the 39 Melachot of Shabbat. And every person must draw down the holiness of Shabbat in order to sanctify the days of the week. As brought down in the Mechita, as brought down in the Shabbat. remember the day of the Shabbat, what did that mean? remember it from the first day of shabbat meaning the first day of the week remember shabbat from sunday already meaning what is that thing telling us you have to sanctify the days of the week through shabbat remember shabbat already from sunday meaning shabbat should be encompassed within the days of the week and according to the holiness that one sanctifies the days of the week the same is true of how much one pushes away the filth of the snake. According to how much one sanctifies the days of the week, one pushes away the filth of the snakes. The snake, which represents the end of all flesh, as we saw, which represents the storm wind. And through this, speech ascends up. And this is the explanation of what, it, of what it says, from pursuing your affairs. Meaning when you're doing your affairs during the days of the week, What does it say in the verse? On my day of holiness. It seems as if right now is my holy day. Meaning what? Meaning you're drawing the holiness of Shabbat during the days of the week. And so sanctifying them from the 39 works. You're sanctifying. The days of the week. From the 39 works. We learned it's we learned in the Rabbi Yose says, "Woe unto those creatures They see, but they don't know what they see. The earth stands on pillars. Meaning what? Hanubina What does the earth stands on pillars? What does the earth represent? Bina which represents the land of life. That from Eretz Ha'chayim, the land of life, is where the Tefillin comes out from. As we saw earlier, that the Etz Chaim, the tree of life, was this aspect of Tefillin, the opposite of what Adam attached himself to. And we know that prayer is called pillar. We know in Teilim Kuvav 106, it says over there, that Pinchas stood up and he prayed. That we know that Pillar, which is amida standing, is the aspect of prayer, amud and ba'yamud comes from the same shogesh, same word. So we see that prayer is this aspect of pillars. Ve'amudim and what do they mean? Amudim, pillars. This represents prayer, as we just saw. Al hamayim upon the waters. Hanu alalev. What's the waters? The This represents the heart. It says shifchi hamaim libech nachach benei Hashem. It says in necha. Pour out your heart like water before the presence of God. So what do we say that the heart is like water? and water upon the the, the mountains. This represents the aspect of Torah. She al yada that through the Torah one arouses the kindness of Abraham Ki harim Torah why the mountains is Torah. which is exalted. as we say in Mishle that through me the kings rule. What is it through me? Me is a representation of the Torah, meaning through the Torah the kings rule. The kings have power to rule through the Torah. And we also see that Avraham is called a mountain. It says in Bereshit Yutet, flee to the mountain. Look, um, in Bereshit Rabbah, I believe, and look in Rashi over there on that verse, in HaAra himalet this aspect of ha represents Avraham. the Ari Ruach. What does it say in the verse also? And mountains upon the Ruach, upon the spirit. And Ruach Bahu. This represents the spirit, the breath of Hakadosh Baruch meaning the speech of Hashem. That we saw earlier, that through the Torah through the Torah of kindness, speech is, is exalted. It says, lie with me until morning. What's morning? Davram, the morning of Avraham, We saw. The Ruach Se'ara and mountain and uh, the Ruach and spirit al upon the storm wind. That we see what that the Ketz Basar the end of all flesh, which we said was behind speech, what we saw earlier, it, it sustains itself off this concept of speech. and it creates from this aspect of speech a Ruach Se'ara. we see in the verse. What did it say? Useara al Zooshakbahu. And this storm wind upon the arms of Hashem. Meaning what? For we know that the creatures need this Ketko Basar, this end of all flesh, this ruach seara. as we say in the verse, in veineto meod. and God saw that it was very good. What's very? Meod is a reference to Marachamavet, as it's in the Bereshit Rabba. Me'od is a reference to the Marachamavet, the angel of death. The Ketz Kol Basar, the ruach Se'ara, it devolutes its real sources from the supernal Gvurot, because in its root it's very good, meaning even the, the Malchamavet is good in its source. And this is what we're, this is the aspect of the Se'ara, the storm wind within the arm. What is the arm? This represents the five severity that from the five, the five, um, the the, left, the arm, which has the five fingers, which represent the five severities, that it's from there, this concept of the gvura this concept of the five fingers, that its life force exists. Adzman, until the time of what? Bilah ha-mavet Death is swallowed up forever, meaning until the Malach ha is swallowed up and is gone. It receives its force from the, the Gvurot la'in from the supernal severities, which is the, the arm of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the five fingers. The left arm. And this is an explanation of what it says in Ishaya Paro the chariots of Paro and his army. What did I mean? Finin. This represents the aspect of Tfinin. She Ima, the Paro represents Ima mother, the That all the lights are uncovered and revealed from her within the aspect of ima. Which is the aspect of Bina. Tefillin, nikham and Tefillin represents is called chariot. How do you know that Tefillin is called chariots? Because Moshe Katan it says Roshav Shemaim, the rider of the heavens. It's in Devarim, chapter thirty-two, Veshemaim, Eshumaim, Bechinat Gevanim. And what is Shemaim? Shemaim is the pun of the words Eshumaim. As know the Gemara Chagiga, Shemaim is fire and water. Bechinat Gevanim. What's fire and water representing? All the colors, the superno colors. Kitfilin, him nahirin me'imayla. Why for Tefillin the colors? of the supernal ima, the supernal mother. So we see, we see that tefillin se, uh, stems from ima, ima is where all the colors are, and what are the colors? Shamayin. So the rider of heavens is actually tefillin. How does one merit the aspect of tefillin? As it said in the verse, that the chariots of Paro and his armies sank into the sea, they drowned in the sea, what did that mean? Ya ra Ya drowning him gvurot, this represents the gvurot, the severity is perush. How do we know this? If you take the words Yara, Yara has a numerical value of 215, plus the word itself is 216, which is the same numerical value as gvura, which is 216. So what does it mean to sink? Sink is actually gvura. the one merits tefillin through the aspect of the gvurat. And what's it, what does it mean to sink into the sea? The sea, the sea is the aspect of speech speech meaning when you connect speech up to its source and how does one connect speech up to its source within the Gvurot one studies Torah at night meaning when you study Torah al Khatzot, through the study of Torah al Khatzot, one draws the thread of Chesed and then the, the morning is light then the light shines and the morning reveals its true colors, the morning of Abraham. And then speech ascends up and becomes what? The daughter of Abraham. As we say in the Gemara, that Abraham had a daughter and her name was Bakol. In the sea, when it says in the verse, sank into the sea, the sea in the sea, Bayam is a numerical value of 52, which is the same numerical value as Bakol, which is the daughter of Abraham. So we see here that this aspect of Bakol is whenever meaning speech ascends up and becomes this aspect of Bakol, the daughter of Abraham. And it says the choicest of his army, Tbeuve uh, Yam, sink into the sea. What does that mean? What does mean Shalishav? Comes from the word Shalish, which means a third. What is the Torah? The Torah we we call the threefold teaching da Avraham. Um, and Mifrah. And when it says Mifrah, this is a reference to Avraham. Now we see Mifrar as a reference to Avraham. That you have chosen Avraham. Mifrahr is the word Bachartah so Abraham is bachar. Mifrach. Many had one attain this aspect of mifrahar. We're going to see right now how will mean, explains all this first. Perush. Meaning through the Torah that one is able to awaken and arouse the trait of Abraham, which is chesed. And through the trait of Abraham, one is able to rectify speech. And one is able... Um, the end of all flesh is able to to sink within the hollow of the great deep. As brought down over there. Believe in the Zohar. When one rectifies speech and one arouses the midah of Abraham, then one is able to sink this Ruach Sehara. This is what it says. Sink into this, the Red Sea. Suf, what is Yamsuf? The Yam Suf, what is Suf? Basar? Suf represents the count of the Ketkor Basar. Why? Because Ketkor Basar is attached to the sea of speech. You know the Yam is dibur. Meaning what? Meaning what does it mean to sink into the Yam Suf? Meaning that speech, the ket, which the Ketkor Basar receives its force from, meaning the Ketkor Basar, the Ruah Sehara, will sink within the great depth. The the hollow of the great deep. Alede boker d'raham through what the morning of Rham Shinitorah Torah alede Torah Kanan. That one awakens to the Torah. That one studies at night, as we saw earlier. Zot haTorah hisod kavanot tefilin. This lesson that we just explained is the secret meditations of the tefilin. Kavu Hashem betoch d'vraya Torah azot. As brought over here in this lesson, within the words of this lesson. Vechanisham inatzad b'haga echkor kavanot tefilin k'dolim sham. And it's brought in the in the outlines of this lesson in the notes of this lesson how all the Kavanot HaTefilin are encompassed within here. And the words are understandable to those who are intelligent. And we still need, though, an uh, even wider explanation to explain the matters clearly. <speaking in Hebrew> and if Hashem is with me, I will explain the matters in a different place with the help of Hashem. This is what Rabbi Natan is saying right now. <speaking in Hebrew> and, know, and know that I heard from his mouth, his holy mouth, that he heard many and many, to, that Rabbi Natan taught him many and many lessons, and he said, that all and he said that all these lessons that he thought of, that, he, that he's about to explain right now, which lessons, but all these lessons that he's about to tell us are actually the secret meditations of Tfilin. We know the Torah, lesson five. The Torah, lesson four, I believe. Lesson six. The Torah, uh, 33. The Torah, 34. Ashrei Am, Zarka, Torah 35, this uh, lesson 38. And other many, many great lessons that I don't remember now to bring them specifically. That he said that all these lessons um, are all the secret meditations that Tfilin. Ashrei zocher, I'm happy, is the one who merits to understand these meditations. We see here that this is not something simple. Rabenu <laughs> has awesome, awesome lessons that he's teaching us. Very deep secrets. We can already see here the account that Rabenu bring down tefillin. Be b'shitut, May we be able to understand them and apply them. And God willing, um, study the lessons of Rabenu with simplicity and really bring them into our hearts and pray to, to truly apply them and, and bring them down. Bezrat Hashem. God willing, this is where we're going to stop. And next time we're going to start Torah la metet. Bezrat